thanks for listening to that rant, James. Glad to build. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to build. Oh, man. I wasn't even supposed to play this off rip. Welcome back. Mega Late Show, episode number 141. We just took about an hour of me fucking ranting about the things that I like to rant about. But we're back with my brother, Aaron Cholipiece. What's up? What's up? Namboku Records. Listen to part one to find out a little bit more about those type of things and also a variety of episodes that Aaron's been on. And we got our special guest today, James Peace. Can you introduce yourself for uh, for the people? Yeah, my name is Akio James. I'm originally from Chicago, but uh, moved to Japan in 2018. Uh, live in Fukushima, Ken, but in Tokyo quite a lot these days. Okay. And hopefully we'll continue to be yeah. here. Is it, is, it looking, is it looking like uh, like difficult for you right now? Uh, it's looking better than it did maybe two weeks ago. Okay. But still awaiting some news, so we'll see. I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. Like uh, The podcast it. is called The Mega Late Show because it used to be me and my man Late. Like His name is Late on Mega, so Mega Late Show. And uh, he had some visa issues and had to take his ass back to to atlanta and uh oh oh really yeah oh, so it's just it's just been me for like the last year and a half or whatever oh you Almost. and a co-host well i mean right? well you know i always try to get a co-host in here like a homie that has like a similarity or a through line for some reason to to the guest so yeah i've had him on a couple times to help co-host yeah, last time he was here with uh miyama and we you know we had some conversations yeah how, how is like I haven't, I haven't spoken to, I haven't spoken to him about a month, but I might get on the phone with him tomorrow morning um, and so talk to another friend of ours. Yeah, I'll, I'll let him know. This is that new Mad Lib joint. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, I was listening to that. It's got some joints off the album. Days, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the I I, I want to say it's a collaboration with uh, with Forte, right? but yeah. he just basically like engineered it, I guess, and maybe was like, "Yo, let this ride for a second. But there's a few joints on there. Like this joint is beautiful to me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know. It feels like a, it feels like a real, a real solo album from him. You know, yeah. there's no guests on it, really. It's it's a focused approach. Whereas some of his other stuff seems like, here's 30 beats that I made. You know, here's the 30 beat conductor beats that I made. It, it seems like a focused approach, and and I really fuck with it actually. It's definitely the cleanest Madly record I've heard. Yeah, I was I was so excited when they were like Fortet because I love Fortet. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be like really collaborative, not quite. But um, yeah, shit, I didn't prepare um, a beat. Let me just I'm gonna I guess I'll go ahead and, and keep it funky and just play beats from Il Sugi in the background when we're not playing actual music. Here you guys can plug in. We're gonna share some music in a little bit. But here, let me play something off of the new Il Sugi album. So, yeah, man. This will be the background music for us, but this is off of his new joint, um, War Pays. Have you heard this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's my dude, man. He's got some joints on here. Yeah, this joint came out on Cold Busted. Um, you know, Cold Busted is a really dope independent music uh, outlet, a label out of Los Angeles. They put out a lot of really dope cats. Pigeon Dust's last album came out through there. My homie D. Dallinger's uh, last record came out through there. Just a really solid hub for music. You familiar with Cold Busted? Yeah, 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 for sure. Have you ever yeah. met, um, what's his name, man? I can't remember his name right now, but he comes out here sometimes. Oh, yeah. The the owner. Yeah. No, really know. dope. You familiar with them? 
No, I don't know uh, any put, of those names you just mentioned. Uh, they put out like Bug Seed, uh, a Bug Seed album, I think, too. Uh, a lot of he he works with a uh, the owner. I can't remember his fucking name. I'm just irritating. But he, the owner works with a lot of. Uh, he gets a lot of the Japanese talent, the beat makers and producers, and puts their stuff out. Uh, the last Pigeon Dust album was phenomenal. You guys hear that? I ain't heard it. I'm just gonna play music. What have you guys been listening to lately? I guess I guess we could say that I guess we could say that um that this part of the podcast is all about playing music that we like and talking about music. We can get into our thoughts on anything right now musically or Yeah, yeah. I mean I guess I've been listening to a lot of you know, hip hop I guess. Like since Doom hearing about Doom's uh, passing. Yeah. You know, the year started off with, with just listening to Doom and then that led to listening to Madlib beats and then that brought me back to Dilla and mm. so it's like I feel like it's a boring you know any anytime you ask a beat maker what you've been listening to and they say Dilla and Madlib you know right. I kind of like it's like yeah well of course like tremendous like, catalog so yeah yeah no of course but like I've really really been listening I've, I've I've been listening so much to Donuts that like I've basically dedicated the last two months to just um working on an mpc and, and vinyl mm. again and going digging and just trying to figure out the technique oh, yeah? So, yeah 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 oh that sounds exciting i've been literally 18 hours a day just making beats yeah since, since is, is that kind of what the next album is going to look like like kind of a beat album uh i'm well i got i'm doing a few things but um probably yeah because last year i worked i did so much uh i was really active on piano like raw denshi mm. you know composition and piano and then i was doing a lot of gigs uh, trio gigs and stuff like that so i do want to just do something that's made on um hardware and that's just straight vinyl and straight mm. sample flipping so I'm almost there but i don't know what's going to come out first either the, the next raw denshi or a straight sample record okay yeah. so I'm do you mean that's all sample based everything wow. like even the drums i'm not using drums i'm not hey, playing on vinyl so. that's exciting yeah wow should be dope i was actually just listening to um to windows again um quite a bit last week um you know um a few of those tracks unfolded for me more uh recently like one of the joints that i found that i like a lot is forrest gump i was in a forrest gump a lot i'm gonna play it because i have it i remember this one yeah it's dope man but but yeah you know when doom passed away i I uh, I went on a I listened to his whole catalog again. Basically, it was it was a fucked up day for me, man. I was like, that's a you know for us over here. We woke up the next morning on the yeah. first day of the new year, and we got the information that he passed away. And like you know, like I'm a huge Doom fan. I'm not like a like an obsessive. Like I haven't heard like all of all of his uh, like the weird collaborative uh, remix albums that people make. It's like Doom mashed up with Nas and shit like that. But I went and I started listening to a few of those, and they're all dope, man. Um, real, real sad loss. Were yeah. you familiar with uh, People Under the Stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double K passed away like two weeks ago. Yeah. Chick Korea, fucking Prince Marky D passed away like oh, yesterday really? of the Fat Boys. I, I mean, I'm not a big Fat Boys fan. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, this is one of the things about growing older. Like, a lot of the cats that we like, just you, you, one day you look around, you're like, damn, Tom Cruise looks old as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, man. You a fan of uh, uh of Doom, James? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. What, what are you guys' favorite Doom albums? Mm, food. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. It's, I mean, 
it's hard to the one that I feel the most closest to though is probably um, the Mad Villain record with Madly, but like uh, mm food. Like, as a concept album, you know what I mean? Which is something that I don't think you see a whole lot in hip-hop these days. Like, some someone really, like, taking a theme and pressing it and pulling it and moulding it. And, you know, it, it's a fucking incredible record. And the fact that he did all the production himself. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about it. Yeah. But I would say that's his best record. But personally to me, like, the, the Madly one's hard to, to, to get away from. I don't... I You know, I, I wrestle with this. I feel like on a Wednesday it's one thing and then on a Friday it's yeah. another, you know? Yeah, true. But that's, but I gotta, I gotta say, like, my top three is Operation, yeah. Doomsday, um, mm, Food, and then Likely Mad Villain. Yeah. Likely Mad Villain. I got a special place in my heart for um, King Ghidra, Take oh, yeah. Me To Your Leader. There's just some tracks on air that like phasers uh no snakes alive like those are really just phenomenal joints for me yeah yeah i don't know it, 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 rough times man rough times yeah it's been a weird year like especially coming out of all the covid shit and because out here in tokyo we've gone through kind of like a second lockdown phase thing yeah. it's been it's been a really weird way to kick shit off but like i can't lie i'm i'm enjoying just staying home and working and listening to music and making music you know i'm still fucking out there teaching every day are you still working yeah Yeah. i'm still working all the time but it's cool man i remain optimistic i remain optimistic yeah Yeah. what what do you teach mega i teach english okay yeah i'm i'm on the lowest uh yeah i'm i'm into the bottom of the japanese class system basically (laughs) my job a a fucking monkey can do i gotta say i I gotta say well uh like a one of the monkeys is like you know on infinite typewriters you know, to produce Shakespeare. That one of those monkeys could do it. But um, no, I got to say, this is the easiest job I ever had in my whole life. You know, my Japanese, like my my work background is not conducive to a career out here. I used to be an insurance agent. I'd, I own my own little insurance agency um, in my late 20s. And, oh, wow. uh, I didn't know this yeah. about you. No, yeah, that's what I did. Like, I, I, I never finished college. Like, uh, I never finished college. I never joined the military. So I kind of just saw insurance as a, as a trade. You know, let me learn this. I got licensed. Yeah. Got, got with a pretty dope um, uh, agency. Uh, learned the ropes. Got more certifications. Opened up my little shit with my homie. And then I moved out uh-huh. here. And then fucking I found the easiest job I've ever done. The reason wow. I like my job is because the autonomy and the hours. You know, I make enough to live out here in Ikebukuro and buy a PlayStation 5 if I want. Yeah. But is I can't buy a house off the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, I fucking teach. I teach like 20, 20 hours a week at the most. I leave my house usually after noon. Private lessons or is it in a It's class? in Ikaiwa. So it's like I'll go to like culture centers and then I'll teach. The, the same schools every week and the same classes every week. But... One will be in like Yokohama. The next one is in Shibuya. Then you know West Tokyo. So five different locations and a, a varying number of classes. Like on Friday, I teach two two hours, two fifty minute classes, and um, it starts at like four o'clock and I'm done at six. And then Thursday, I teach six classes. So okay. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I got friends that do that. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 super common for for the foreigners that aren't talented. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I see cats that come out here. They teach it. They teach and they work. Um, you know, on their art, and then eventually they maybe make it and do something else. But yeah, so you just uh, you just go to school out here. Yeah, that's what brought me out here. I guess it's the primary reason. Well, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I, I also work part time uh, in a Tokyo-based smaller company, so that's part of the reason why I'm out here as often as oh, I am. Okay, 
But oh, that's dope. That's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, I, I um, I never keep it a secret, but it's not so interesting to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not so interesting to talk about. But yeah, I'm I'm on a train, man. I I feel like the only thing I've really been doing recently is listening to either podcasts or um, watching some bullshit on television. Yeah. I, just, I went through like three seasons of like the most bullshit television show, oh, man, and, and, and and like I have no regrets. You want to go toe to toe because I've yeah. been watching some absolute bullshit as well. I, I just watched this show that's based in Canada about these guys that restore fucking like he's got like a big fucking lot full of these nineteen. 50s 40s 60s 70s cars like they're all it's called like rust removers or so rust <laughs> renovators and it's like these canadian guys are all fucking really good natured and kind of hippies and kind of like fucking you know grease monkeys and they just fucking like started they they started restoring cars and it's like follows that it's like pimp my ride oh, wow. but with like canadians that don't pimp rides they just kind of restore them it's yeah like, right yeah i watched three whole seasons of that shit and i i i i didn't learn a thing, but I didn't know that they had like rednecks in Canada. Right. I had no idea. They're basically like redneck guys. Yeah. Who would have thought? What are you watching? I just. Are you still watching that Jordan documentary over and over Dude, again? I swear to God, because I yeah I'll work until about three in the morning, and then I usually do the dishes and I'm um, listen to whatever I've made. And um, recently I've just like every night instead of listening to what I just made, I just rewatched another. You know. Yeah. Like, I'll just start the Jordan thing again. I do I, yeah, that I'm too. A, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Not the well, Jordan. What is, what is it? The, a documentary? Jordan, the yeah, Last doc- Dance? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Last Dance on, my, on the Chicago Bulls. You never saw that? No. Uh, I mean, I'm not Dude. a sports guy like that either, but it's a fascinating, okay. amazing documentary about like Michael Jordan's run with the Bulls and the team as a whole and the kind of dynamics that caused them to fall apart and all the changes mm-hmm. that came with it. And it's Michael fucking Jordan, yeah. who's kind of like an asshole in the most amazing way. Yeah, it's it's an incredible documentary. I play it like a record. Like I could just yeah. watch it over and over and over. And over it's, again. it's not on Netflix, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was a Netflix exclusive, right? Like they I think it, so, it yeah. was released for Netflix, but okay. it's like what a six part series, ten? I think yeah, it's ten more, episodes, it's more like eight or ten or something. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I, it's I would recommend watching it. So I watch yeah. that, and I watch like fucking Wandavision. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I like com- I mean. Yeah, I, I like all the MCU shit just as much as the next guy, I suppose. Yeah. I was a big comic book head when I was a kid. Yep. You into any of this type of bullshit? I watched the Marvel movies. I would watch the series if I had Disney Plus, but I don't have Disney Plus. I would just so. steal, dog. You got a pirate. Help me out. You got a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I could put do? it on the cloud. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I have Disney Plus because it's just easier for my daughter, but sure. most of my shit I steal. That's my whole philosophy with it when it comes to stuff like that. They're going to be fine. Yeah. So I'd rather, like, even, I ha- I used to not have Spotify, but I would rather spend my $9 on buying the homies record off of mm, Bandcamp. Sure. I still don't than buy Spotify. Stream. The only reason I use Spotify is for this. Like, it's oh, playing yeah. Spotify tracks and shit. Just use Bandcamp. What is that? Bandcamp? Oh, Bandcamp? <laughs> you can stream on Bandcamp like that and shit? Do you so. pay for like a monthly service thing? They, they have an app. No, I don't have it either. But. but they're not going to have like fucking Kendrick Lamar's album and shit on there, right? Not true. Nah, so, not true. so, I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I buy the homie shit, like one homie shit every month, and then I, I pay another $9 for all the bullshit that I would not buy. Yeah. I look, man, I, I don't know. I find it hard to hate on Spotify. It's so convenient. Like, as a fan of music as well, as a musician, it's like, well, I get to check out. Like, I mean, I use it all the time. Like I said, I'm I'm making these sample-based beats at the moment, so I'm digging a lot. Just be able to go to a record store and see something you're not familiar with and just look it up on Spotify, check yeah. it out. It's super and, convenient. And the Spotify check isn't that bad. Man. 
if I'm being real honest. Like, yeah. yeah like the Spotify what? Check, check. That you get like off streams. Oh. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not. I've never heard a musician say that. Actually. No, I know. But that's the thing. Like, I mean, it could just be because I'm a jazz musician. So I used to getting paid fucking nothing uh. for records. But I've been really surprised. I follow the hip hop shit that I make. Like, it's not, you know, no one's like taking a trip to Hawaii off their Spotify check. But um, right. I mean, I got homies who like, you know, every few months they get enough to buy like a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, like that, yeah. that's, that's good money for a person that's doesn't have a label or, you know what I mean? Like any type it, of backing or, or yeah, if you distribution. Don't independent. The, the other thing that Spotify, for me as well, especially with the last record I put out, like Spotify really helped push it. Like it, a lot of people shared and I think a, a lot of people listened to it on that and just wanted to support and yeah. went on Bandcamp and copped the vinyl. So. You know, I I bought it from Bandcamp. I, oh, I, bought, the, I bought the download from Bandcamp. Um, before I recorded with you, and then I just stream it on Spotify. Actually, yeah, I, mean, right. I barely use the MP3s because I don't use the the app on my phone. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably did that. And to anyone who who did buy uh, the album I put out last year, thank you very much. By the way, it was um, it's quite overwhelming the amount of support actually that I've had on it. But That's I think dope, man. I think Spotify has played a huge role in that. To be honest, I mean, uh, just personally, I know that like. Say for example, like the um, your new joint, right? The FIC album. Yeah. I know that I could never stream that album as many times to get you the seventy percent that you would get off of the nine dollars if I bought it. Right, right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. And that's kind of I have to. I make those kind of moral choices. Like if it's my homie, I'm gonna buy it for nine dollars and I'll just continue streaming it type of shit. Right. Because it's like the number of streams that I would personally have to contribute in order to get you this other amount of money is absurd. Right, I'd right, have right. to I'd, I'd have to leave my phone on playing your album on repeat for fucking a whole month for you to get a fraction of that, I think. Yeah. So that's just a moral kind of approach that I take take to it. And it's bullshit morals, but I mean, you know, no, no, you got to you got to stand your ground somewhere. I mean, look, I do the same. Like I use Spotify a lot, but I also spend a lot of money on on independent music as well. Like I don't know. Look, the fact is is it's here now. Like complaining about it you know and also I, I don't put everything up on spotify too by the way like especially this this coming year you're going to find a lot of shit from me that's only available in really annoying forms like you're not going to be able to you know what type of shit do you watch james um are you like an anime guy not so much but i mean i like it but i don't i wouldn't say i'm knowledgeable or like i go hard with it but um sometimes i watch it i watch on netflix i tend to choose things that um have a japanese dub and then i either um you know do my best to keep up with japanese subtitles in addition to that or with english subtitles oh so you're watching like jurassic park and dr grant is like really going off in japanese um man more lately i find it so jarring when i hear like the japanese voice actors it, that's it's so there fucking is that. jarring. there is like, that yeah. watch rick and morty with a japanese <laughs> dub on it it's like yo that shit does not hit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah, does yeah. not hit yeah yeah i've but done I mean, that exact same thing yeah, i mean you're trying thought. to but yeah. you're trying to you're trying to learn the language better and shit i, I I'm yeah it doesn't really work for comedies but nah. um yeah like a stupid action movie or something you can do oh, yeah. you can do that and Blade Runner 2024. That's so funny though. It's so true. But the reverse is true though, don't you reckon? Like when you watch a Japanese thing with English like dubs, it just doesn't work. 
That shit's funny, Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park and Joplin. I mean, you know, I, I watched Jurassic Park recently, and uh, for for some reason, I didn't have the uh, the English on. I had Japanese on, and so I put it on. I was like, oh, word, I'm about to see Dr. Grant and shit. And then it comes on. I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> yo, don't be mining for fucking, you know, mosquitoes speaking Japanese to me. I can't handle it. Yeah. I watched a Captain American movie on the plane with a Japanese <laughs> dub. That shit was funny. Oh, man, The Winter Soldier. Tough times, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you? We, I, me and Aaron, we, we'll talk all day if you let us. But what, what are you into, man? Tell us uh, like your musical tastes and like what, what do you fuck with? Um, it doesn't have to be hip hop. It could be anything. We were talking about Animal Collective earlier. Yeah, I mean, Animal Collective is kind of always on my playlist. The old shit, though, right? Yeah, more more so the old shit. Uh, yeah, like I said, Strawberry Jam was probably my favorite release. You, you familiar with these guys, Aaron? Not a whole lot, to be honest. So they're like, I don't. They're not indie rock, really. They're not really experimental rock. We used to like the first joints. We were like, oh, this is um, psychedelic folk music. Yeah, well, definitely sung tongs. Yeah, right? but they use four hundred four like a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, um, They've got an electronic equipment set up mostly, I think. Right. After I Mary mean, some Weather. Some guitars and shit. But, yeah, some yeah. guitars. I might. This might sound really stupid. Like maybe I'm missing the point. But uh, earlier when the mics were off, you guys were talking about how you or you were saying how particularly in like the mid 2000s you got into kind of like more indie music hmm. i think it was it was the same for me man i stopped listening to hip-hop around 2004 2005 and started listening to bands like deerhoof and oh um, yeah i fucking love deerhoof yeah 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 i think a lot of people i know started listening to that stuff that, that music was like it was more hip-hop than hip-hop and that like it was alternative and counterculture yeah. and yeah Wait, so if if you know Deerhoof, do you know Hella and Zach Hill and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, I've heard it, but not you know, I'm not deep. Are, are you a Death Grips fan? I'm curious. Death Grips. Yeah. Yeah, like casual. Mm. Yeah. I I mean I'm no Anthony Fantano with it. Like I've never yeah. given an album like oh this is a ten out of ten. But I mean I like I like yeah I like, like X Military and I like the Money Store from them. The Money Store is so good. Yeah, yeah. it's Money fucking great. Yeah. I think my favorite my favorite songs are from probably X Military though. Like Money Store as a project is stronger to me, but um, X Military is crazy. Can I play yeah, you some Animal great. Collective? Yeah, yeah, please. What do you think, Sung uh, Sung Tongs? Or well, that has zero four hundred four. I don't know. Would you be right. interested in hearing? Oh, man. How, how about um, Panda Bear shit? What What do you think of Peace Bone on the opener to uh, Strawberry Jam? It's a bit that's, strange. That's kind of a mind. Yeah, get, get get yeah, get into it. The album starts off with it, but uh, you know that first four, five song runs uh, on on uh, Strawberry Jam is incredible. Yeah. Bonefish. I remember the first time I I heard this. I was uh, living in San Jose. I came home super drunk from a dive bar, and I had it on the headphones for the first time while it's BMXing. I ended up dancing in my front yard for like 15 minutes to this shit. Super drunk by myself. This is not what I was expecting at all. They're great. I mean, they were great. I could say I don't know what they're doing now. Like, Ariel Pink kind of got really bad. 
Animal Collective signed Ariel Pink back in the day, I heard. Yeah, I mean, that's how I kind of find out about him, I think, through that same circle of people. But now he's a piece of shit, for real. He was at the Capitol insurrection, if I understand correctly. It's really like what the cool thing about them is I think like uh, up up until a certain point like none of their music sounded similar from the last release. Yeah. Like if you listen to um, you know the albums that came out before like um, like people this this is back when they're still kind of psychedelic folky. The panning like it yeah. was just really interesting. Bus driver did a fucking uh, cover of this. Uh. thing to explain to like my homies that were like listening to fucking swish a house yeah right. why this came on in the car like ah oh, we smoking a blunt my bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo like uh, this but, is cool I can't, I can't believe i sort of missed it oh they're great like um panda bears uh, albums are are phenomenal and let me see what is the what is is it this joint here yeah yeah, I like maybe three Panda Bear albums. Then I kind of like, ah, eh, you doing stuff that I don't care about anymore. But I really only like the first one. Yeah, yeah. person. Yeah, I, I like um, Tomboy has a few on it, and this has like two songs on it. That That's I like. the Grim Reaper one. Yeah. Or, okay. But I like the vocals on it. Like this is experimental. Yeah, I mean it's like I don't know what else sounds like this. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting production, for sure. Shit, yeah. It's dope. All right. Let's bring it back to some some jazz music or some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Gendel. I put you yeah, on yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like his stuff a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's makes some really interesting music. Like this is a joint that just came out the other day called um, Alto Voices. 
It's pretty dope. Uh, I like it so far. Yeah. He um he's got some collaborations that are really good. He's got his collaboration where they do this song called Kiefer No Melody. So it's like a Kiefer yeah. joint, but it's like without the melody. Yeah. And it's fucking beautiful. You fuck with Kiefer? Yeah, you actually yeah. told me about him in Botica. I oh, okay. embarrassingly didn't know him. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I mean, he's on Stone's Throw. I guess. Yeah, definitely yeah. Something I think I, I think so. Known, Some of his stuff is really, really interesting to me. Like, uh, good. Like you know, I mm. like one of his songs. Like I like to just walk around to it. It's a beautiful. Mm. Yeah. is dope. What do you, What do you think about him as a pianist? Oh, he's fucking good. Like, can definitely play. He's the like, piano. he's like out there chilling and shit. With like Devin is kicking it with him and shit, right? Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. I haven't spoken to Devin in a minute. But. Devin just released his uh his uh. The instrumentals for uh, Bussin. Oh, did he? Yeah, his Bussin album. He just released instrumentals, and it's dope because then I get to sing. You know what Sorry, I mean? Yeah, and I can't really yeah. sing like Devin at all, but I mean, I still try to rock it. Yeah, man. Yeah, you familiar with Devin Morrison? I don't know Devin. Morrison. Oh man, that was a homie that was out here, and he's kind of fucking blown up. Yeah. I-, I looked at his stream numbers on Spotify, and I was surprised to see how low they were, considering the type of people that reshare his music and the mentions he's getting. Like. Yeah. Masego, who's like fucking huge right now, is like tweeting at him like, "Yo, where's the new music at?" And it's like, "That's fucking Masego. He's got like a, like three million, five million, you know, inst- uh, like you know, like I don't know. A lot yeah. of people love his shit." And then like he's on the uh, on on the skit for the Pink Sifu Concept Jackson album. Fucking, they're like, "Yo, I need you to bring me that Devin Morrison bussin' joint." It's like, what the fuck is it? Like I'm listening to rap, and they're talking about Devin who Jesus, was be kicking it. He's in Australia now or no, California? He, or? He's no, in California. Yeah. You know Mind Design, right? No. No? Oh, man. Fuck, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, I mean, don't be sorry. It's like, that's the dope thing about music. There's so much good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so much good shit out there. But yeah, I mean, we should probably, what, what do you think we should play of Devin? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess something off Boston, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Devin is like a beat maker, pianist that was living out here for a while. And he's a really dope singer and stuff. Yeah. You have you ever seen that video like the history of Japan? It's like the animated one. It's, it's like a parody. Yeah, kind it's of kind of yeah. funny. It's like what do we call it? Uh, Sunrise Land, and it's like kind of funny and shit. Yeah. Like the guy that did that is like a huge inspiration for Devin. Like he makes these really catchy jingles that that are really good. He used to have a really successful YouTube channel with like almost ten thousand followers. Mm. But he's like a a, a a pianist who had a background in like choir. Yeah. And he has a really strong appreciation for like um, melodies and bass lines from like 80s, mm. late 80s, early 90s, R&B, pop R&B type of shit. And also like Thundercat. But he's he's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try. I'll play one. He's also, I mean, like he, I think him and Fitz have a couple tracks together. You have any work with him? I don't think Devin and I ever made anything together, but like me, Devin and Fitz and, um, you know, a couple of like FKD and a, okay. a few other beat makers are always just around each other back in those days. Like, how, how long ago was that? Like three or four years ago? He's been gone for at least two years. Yeah. yeah. Three years probably. But we all traded, um, you know, stuff back and forth. We were, you know, we were all here before Devin. So when Devin came out, we tried to help him and like, you know, Send his beats out to different rappers and stuff as well. Like, dude's I'm, dope as fuck. I'm wondering. I'm trying to remember where I met him. I think I met him at like a. I think I might have met him at that Beats and Cycle show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I met you at a 
Was it his going away party or? No, I met you what before. Well, no, I did meet you at his going away party. Yeah, right. That's a, I mean, we met before and like dapped and said peace, but yeah, we didn't yeah, yeah. really speak. And then after, I, I think I was like, "Yo, you should come kick it." Yeah. And yeah, you're like, yeah. "Yeah, I live close." And then and then we became we basically became friends after he did the podcast. It was just you and I, I think. Oh no, it, no Late no, was here too. Was here, yeah. yeah. After that, we kicked it, and then uh, we've been friends since then. Yeah. Man. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably like two or three years at least. Yeah. In fact, he had visa issues and had to to take off himself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is really vibey shit. Like, I cleaned up, I clean my house to this shit on Sundays. That's how I yeah. get down with Devin. Yeah. Plug in, play some music that you like, man. Share, share with me something dope. Uh, yeah. You got a phone, or um, you can use my Spotify if you if you yeah, like. Maybe, maybe that's better. Yeah, yeah. I like this though. <laughs> this is a jam, yeah. Here, I'm gonna put it on a beat so uh so you can take your time to look for your, your shit. Hold on. Here. Some new RU2 shit. I'll just throw it on repeat. Oh yeah. RU2 is new album. I haven't That's seen good. or talked to him in a minute. No, well there just hasn't been any real events. Right. Especially beat events. I feel like there's well, I don't know to be honest. In the last year or two I've probably moved a little bit away from um, the regular shit yeah. that we all do. So I don't see everyone as much anymore, but I mean it's been like shoot. Uh, people are doing shows now i think though I, I feel like i see shows pop up i don't know if they're stream shows or yeah no they're definitely happening like my um from the end of this month press like play whenever you're ready it feels like it's going back to normal schedule wise all right you y'all mentioning deer hoof kind of reminded me of my friends group okay this song's called fuck it we're tight Super loopy, yep. odd time signature. I'm already in. What's the band name? Blacker face. Blacker face? Yeah. Are they black folks? Uh, about half of them are black. So they, they got a lot of um, attention for their name because there are white mem- members. Mm. Um, but Jolene, who's my friend, the vocalist mm-hmm. in the group, um, she was quick to say, like, no, this is all intentional. Like, this sure. is, we're, we're meant to be like an uncomfortable performance sure. art experience I, I mean I'm, i can't speak for i mean if what exactly their intentions yeah. are but i um, mean if 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 the creativity's come from a black person i don't question i don't care if there's a white fucking bass player or so, you know what i mean like yeah. whatever do it yeah that's dope it sounds dope though this is cool so they're they recently this release came out on a record called super s-o-o-p-e-r which is a chicago label run by um someone i crossed paths with in my 20s on campus named Namdi. Mm. Uh, he's also a kind of an artist that's blowing up in Chicago as well. So so the label features a lot of, of hip hop. Namdi is fucking huge. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, fucking uh he I, I learned I heard about him through a, a Pitchfork review. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking huge. Yeah, he's 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 getting there. He was he was just his song was just in a movie actually. Yeah. He's very interesting in um and strange. Here, I here I on my Spotify says tw- I have twelve like songs by him. Yeah, he's dope. You know, it's rare that I get to kind of get into this lane and talk about this era of music and this genre and this yeah. type of approach to music. Usually I saw some hip-hop shit on here, or jazz I'll get mm. every once in a while, but 
I get mad when I hear shit like this, man. I feel like I should have thought of ideas like this. Yeah, man. (laughs) I feel the same way. Sometimes I'll be like, what do you mean? Augmented reality. Polyrhythmic. Yeah. I don't know. This is dope. The singer's very great. She's classically trained. Yeah, uh, you can tell that everyone's like... Yeah. Bass players, good friend of mine, super good composer. Right. Very wide variety of influences. Um, gospel, blues, free jazz, uh, new it classical. Like, uh, I won't say what I was going to say. Do you listen to Why? You fuck with Why? It's just Why? Uh, fucking, he used to be the MC, one of the MCs in Anticon. Uh, one of the MCs from Cloud Dead. Ever listen to that? Uh, but he's the, is the letter band. Y or no? It's it's W-H-Y. like yeah, with a question mark. It was him, and then it became like Y Band. But his music is really dope. This is really cool. Yeah. So Y goes from like uh, making like this weird hip-hop shit to like real indie rock band type of shit but he's really solid I'll play some next this is weird it's great I miss being able to go to shows like this. When I lived in San Francisco, it's like you go to a show and you hear some of the most interesting music you've ever heard and never hear about it again and shit. Yeah. I feel like that used to happen here too for me when like I couldn't read Japanese. Like you were sort of forced just to go somewhere, like a club like Super Deluxe or whatever, and just take a chance. Cause didn't know, I didn't know anyone, didn't know who was around. And you then you'd be really into it, but then never know who they were. Who they were <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But these days, because like, you know, you can be a bit more discerning about like where you're going to spend your money and how you're going to spend your time. Like I take way less risks and, you know. Oh boy. Hold on. I fucked that up. I, yeah, this is uh Oh, you know why it's not playing off of my, because I just switched my phones. Hold on. Uh, 113. Is super deluxe coming back? Do you know anything about that? Uh, I haven't heard anything. Okay. Have you? I heard the owner was trying to get a new location, but that, that was like two years ago exactly. at this point. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Exactly what? This is old rap exactly. shit. Why? What? Why? Why what exactly? I don't think you guys have ever heard any rap music like this before. It is quite experimental. This is the type of shit that the homies would look at me pretty crazy too when I put on when I was trying to smoke a blunt. Oh, yeah? Yeah, definitely. It's like dudes with like a little SP202 that knew how to play the drums and shit. You know what I mean? Like, wow. just put together. Is this weird old? Shit. What? What? Ah, uh, yeah. This kind of came out in. I want to say this came out in like 2000. Sounds old. Yeah. This is not a good option. Like I should pick another song. But it was all poetry. It's like a poetry based. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play some real why shit uh, while I'm bullshitting. Hold the production's dope. It's it's interesting, is what I can say about it, and be serious. Oh, let's see. 
I always wanted to be the voice of the streets, but my father was a rabbi and my mother made beats, I mean books, and the kids from the streets always gave me dirty looks. Like people would be like, "Is this even hip hop?" And I'd be like, "It's in the hip hop section." Man, this is dope. I think you'd really like it. A lot of it is. This is why, or okay. This yeah, is I his solo this. shit. He gets into like some really, um, some really like, like when his his brother's a drummer, and so he makes like real indie rock after this. Like this is him as well. And uh, what I, I what I think he really shines is like he's very he's a very good writer like it's very poetic like uh, yeah. the old Anticon rule used to be that like they don't rap anything that they couldn't read as a poem and so it created all these like really dense lines and shit so. I think he has a kazoo on this at like the crescendo or whatever uh, and it's dope can i can i look something up while this place Yeah, just drop it whenever you're ready. This is a sad song. Have you guys ever heard of a Sleepy Town Gorilla Museum? No. Uh, they use uh, it, it's like a it's like a death metal, but it's also like um, it's like a death metal, but it's they use homemade instruments, and I'm pretty sure that they sacrifice people to the devil. It's dark. <laughs> No, they play that. So, you mentioned Y, and there's a DIY record uh, label called Y coming out of Chicago. One of their artists, Joshua Virgin. I've heard this. For real? Maybe. It sort of blew up. 
Beginning of quarantine, maybe? I feel like a purpose. Are you guys familiar with James Chance? Yeah, I fucking um, I don't know. I don't know much about him, but the other day, like one of his songs came into my head, and I was like, oh, I need to hear this. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You know who this guy sounds like a little bit? Kid Cudi. His vocal tone with some yeah. of the lines, the sing-song style. What'd you think of Kid Cudi's new album? I don't listen to Kid Cudi. No. I said that like I got something against Kid Cudi. And I want you to know that I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just don't fuck with him. Like I don't know. Oh, what about Kanye? Do y'all like Kanye? No. Yeah, not <laughs> no. Not really, to be honest. Like I, I know it's controversial, but like I just never I never really liked him. Like I, yeah. it's not that I dislike him, but I just never really got it. I mean, I I get it. I just um, a lot of times I gotta say that my opinion of people, uh, my opinion of artists is poorly colored by their fan base. Like I don't really have anything. I think Drake makes perfectly fine music and acceptable music. He's allowed to make it. He it makes a lot of trash, good. too, though, right? I mean, it, it, it sounds good to a lot of people. A lot of yeah. people love it. But what I don't like is when the fan base is trying to tell me that it's like fucking second coming of Jesus or some shit or that it's like it's great. I, I'm just tired of that, per, like being so pervasive throughout the culture yeah. and the same thing goes for kanye it's like it's like no i don't really care to call kanye a musical genius when you have no idea who like brian eno is you know what i mean like i just kind of want like i don't know i yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I i like a few kanye songs i like a few kanye albums i i've never loved a kanye album that much or a kanye song or an eminem album or an eminem you know what i mean like yeah. I, i'm kind of I was already going underground and into the weird shit by the time that those artists blew up. Especially Kid Cudi. Him yeah. and like Lupe Fiasco, I just was like, whatever. Yeah. I listen to people that do that, but better. Underground. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dickhead like that, and, and, and I make stupid distinctions. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm a dickhead like that, too. The only exception to that rule for me is Jay-Z. Then I'll fuck with Jay-Z all day, usually. I, I like Jay. I like yeah. Jay a lot. I think I think uh, when people try to get towards an objectivity of the greatest of all time and use criteria for like skill, relevancy, impact, I think Jay Z gets closest to it. Yeah. Wow. I, I I um is he my personal favorite? No, he's not on my personal top thirty. Uh, right. Maybe not my personal top forty, but I do like Jay a lot. Not enough to tell you songs off of all of his albums, but of the mainstream artists who have had success over the last three decades, I probably say that I, I would choose Jay over Ghostface at this point. Yeah, right. I love Go. I love Ghost's first two albums, yeah. and he was my favorite back then. But you know, hmm. if I had to be on a desert island and you asked me Eminem, Kanye, Drake, anybody else, uh, only mainstream, it's probably going to be Jay. Yeah, especially like. 
if he didn't drop that 444 record, I might feel slightly different yeah. about it. But that, I feel like, brought him all the way back. I, th- I think you're absolutely right about that. What about you? I prefer Kanye over Jay-Z, but um, I, I, I wouldn't consider Kanye a musical genius. Yeah. And for him to say he's the greatest human artist yeah. of all time is... I don't fucking think he. It's like, Walt what about Coltrane? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that's what about another genius level music, right. like real genius. Right. You know? yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the things too. Like, I, I see the fans, but Kanye also colors my perception of him with his, with his just personality and narcissism in a lot of ways too. I'm just like, yeah, man, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, man, fuck you. I don't know, uh, but you know, people that like him are uh, do that. I've been listening to like. My favorite artists right now are, are the weirdos that are completely opposite spectrum of... Like, like when I heard Yeezus, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's been listening to Death Grips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you know what, what I, mean? I thought, too. Yeah. Like when I heard Yeezus, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's listening to Hudson Mohawk. You know, like, there's yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of shit that I was just like, all right, like, I, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I've been listening to this Rap Ferreira album a lot. Last year, top five album for me, Rap Ferreira. This year, probably the same. I fucking love this new album. Yeah. Have you heard it? Yeah, yeah. Ends well, so that all that is well. You familiar with Milo? I know Milo, yeah. yeah. He changed his name to Rap Ferrer, his real name. Security of persistent delusion, you need to get past Al Gore, Allegory, and Allegheny with the pocket torch. Crazy sample. Down. Turn a frown to a simile. Cannot the Borg assimilate. It's elegance down to the break. My shit be Ishmael Reed reading receipts with a three. I watched a video where this, um, some college professor of poetry and language fucking found out about the album, breaks down the whole album, and judges it. It's fucking, it's a good listen. Hoping we all on the same page. Hoping we on the same page. Do you know what the sample is? Nah. It could be it could be like a a stem or something from Kenny Siegel or his brother. They fucking play too, yeah. Uh, is this a classic sample? Nah, but I mean because look, the other is, keys are he's playing. You know, like his. Then I remind myself See, it's, unless he's writing the rhymes to the That's what the I piano. think it is. Wait, that's my favorite thing. Yeah, I think this yeah. is... If I'm, look, if I'm, I'm just going off tone, then I, I think it's a Chick Corea It's my favorite thing. Ah. Uh, this is a bit of a mantra for me lately. I have to remind myself that it is in fact all good. Because we have memorized. This is the newest album. We have to check this out. It's called Bob's Son. Okay. Let's listen to this. Uh, tell me about the new. Uh, here's some FKD for you all. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up, man. Some FKD, it's who is a brother. Namboku acolyte, or or a, acolyte's probably the wrong word. Yeah, that means like he's under you. What are you uh, guys like yeah, Voltron no. lines together? <laughs> no, FKD, me and FKD, it's hot as fuck. I wish my Japanese was better so I could have a serious conversation with him. He's, um, I I think he's one of the most exciting musicians around here at the moment. Like some of the shit that he makes that hasn't come out yet. He's stocks. He's one of these dudes that makes a lot of stuff and doesn't put you know even close to five percent of it out. But it's um he's so creative, you know, and organized and motivated 
is a real is a is gonna become like a real sort of figurehead i think for tell me for the music tell me about the new project that you did with him um fic oh, so, right it's yeah you, well, Shun and him yeah we call it fic so okay. it's it's like yeah fkd myself and um ishiwaka shun who's a also another you know like um a really i mean him him and i are like family and, and he's he does a lot of um stuff for the label as well but so the three of us just basically just wanted to do something together so shun and i recorded and then um just played free i was playing a synth bass uh shun's playing drums and then you know fkd took the beats and that uh, took took the stems and made beats out of them and we just ah. went back and forth for a bit with it and um you call it volume one right so that means there's more to come yeah there's definitely more to come so you know it's an evolving project um i'm curious about the live setup right you're yeah doing... well i think like raw denshi as well like i made that as a album like a studio album didn't really give too much thought about how to play it live so when it came time to play it live the live thing just ended up being completely different to what the record was i think fix gonna go the same same route to be honest just to i mean i don't want to give too much away but like i've been um looking at guitar reviews for the last two days <laughs> really yeah, what? just in preparation for the gigs we got coming up and Some and for the, and for the new records yeah yeah for the new records and stuff Fuck, that's cool um but also for a few other things too like i think fic will sort of end up actually heading more in a um like uh a, a kind of i don't want to say electric jazz but like a more of a jazz route but then you know like more than if, if raw denshi is sort of like free jazz and hip-hop i think fic is going to be numbers jazz and hip-hop like um so looking forward to that anyway fkd if you, if you don't know him, you should, people should check him out like I've, I've played him quite a few times on the podcast and um i mean he's playing right now too this is one of my favorite joints money off oh, yeah. of the beige album yeah yeah he's dope i actually wasn't familiar with him until that night we went out and we met with uh flat stanley and shit oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah well him and flat stanley are super tight as well hey? yeah good music good yeah. music um I read earlier that uh, we'll get out of here in a couple of minutes, guys. I know I've been keeping you for fucking uh. hours now, but I read uh, earlier that Gio Gotti turned twenty years old. Oh yeah, yeah. You familiar with that? You're not familiar with Boards of Canada? Oh, I know. Boards okay, of Canada. yeah, but their album Gio Gotti. Oh, okay, uh, just turned twenty. I mean, wow. you would have been eight at the time or some shit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was listening to that when it dropped. Yeah, good Fuck shit. That makes you feel old. Right. Well, I yeah. mean, Boards of Canada is weird. They're like this elusive thing that I yeah. have no idea what year their albums came out. I just read that this album was 20 years old. I was like, oh, okay, I remember that somewhat. I did, actually, I'm lying. I didn't hear it when it first came out. I probably got it a year or two after because I wasn't internet in the year 2000 like that. They're yeah. still active now. Yeah. They came out with an album like fucking five or six years ago, seven years ago. They're due for another album. Yeah. Their last album was great, though. That Jacquard Causeway track is some of the best fucking shit I've heard in a minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. If I can spell it. I meant to ask, are you are you too into Chris Dave? That whole that whole thing, that whole scene. The Robert Glasper. I, I, I can't say that I'm into it, but I've no. listened to albums and I like it. Yeah, I, I respect mean, him. I, I don't know. I would love to see him live. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing him live. 
Uh, it seems like if it's not too expensive. I think the last time it was out here was at like a billboard or some shit. Yeah. So, fucking bank. I mean, that, that's took, with the drumheads or yeah, not with Glass uh, well, Parade. Right? No, it wasn't with Glass Parade. I think it was him and the drumheads, or I'm not sure. But I had a homie who went, and he told me the price, and I was like, oh okay. I mean, it's already thirty dollars to go see your homies out here. I can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but but after Chick Korea died, I t- I told myself like, oh, next time a big artist comes out, I'm gonna have to just dump that fucking. Mm. fucking mon or however the fuck it is to get in there yeah yeah i don't know how i feel about chris dave actually i think i don't like what chris dave represents to me more than i don't like chris dave you know what i mean like chris dave is obviously awesome uh, what does but, he represent to you well there's just a whole bunch of like copy chris dave copycats sure, that are kind sure. of like boring as fuck and so like i associate him with this kind of thing that's happening which i'm not particularly into but it's not his fault like he's uh, he he's obviously incredible but I, I don't like a lot of the music that he's a part of. Like I'm not really into Glasper or to, anything. To be honest with you, when it comes to when it comes to Robert Glasper and when it comes to Chris Dave, I I don't I see that it's good, but I don't see what makes it special to nah, me. Man, it I, I don't I don't see what makes like Robert Glasper's Black Radio good. Like oh, other than a, Chris Dave, other than Chris Dave. I think yeah. that that's a terrible record. Glasper's a hard one too, because like I was in New York when Glasper was coming up, you know, and like I I got to see him play. Um, a lot and he's a legit musician no doubt about it but I think he just sort of found this thing and it's like now it's a he, bit of a parody of itself he's also associated with acts that kind of have this representational like uh, neo jazz progressiveness yeah. to it that contributes to his like allure so when they want to discuss jazz music and movies they're like who's a cool person that did we you can see discuss? that GQ I video? did see it too and like he didn't really offer me anything that I felt was all that interesting Agreed. or insightful yeah, yeah. and I and I hate to hate on the guy because I, I, I like I respect what he's doing but man to be honest I'd, there's so many other people that i would like to hear like i like um if we're, oh, i like man. i like mark declive a lot as a, as a guy that's kind of more into that that lane of like jazz real jazz artistry but like with a kind of like contemporary hip-hop um you know recorded sample based fucking almost like hip-hop standards sample mm-hmm. usage type of thing i like i like uh especially mark DeClavo's work that he did with all the artists out here the ronin orchestra is really interesting and dope to me you guys familiar with him at all yeah, yeah mark yeah, DeClavo's yeah. great yeah. he's been on the show a couple times and that's kind of why i you know i cape for him like that but um no he's dope I'm trying to find this recording a friend of mine who works in a jazz club in new york sent me a a recording she got on a phone of Glasper showing up to a jam session and losing his shit at the drummer because the drummer wouldn't let him sit in on drums. Oh, wow. The drummer wouldn't what? Let him sit in on drums. Wow. Calm down, buddy. Yo, it's crazy, though. Like, you're talking about that, like, I'm God Kanye shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see what really... It, it sounds good to me, but it, there's nothing about it that excites me or makes me feel like it's pushing any boundaries or... No, me neither. I think, I think also nowadays, too, there's like, you know... Maybe when he first came out with it and it was like people had... You know, maybe at one point he was someone that was actually pushing the, you know, jazz into a new direction and hip-hop. Like, maybe he did it. But if he did do it, it was only for a good six months until someone who could do it better came across. And now there's way more interesting people to listen to, you know, who's way more relevant in both worlds, I think. Chris Dave is weird, though, because, like, you know, he's a sideman and all he really did was find a way of playing the drums and applying it to hip-hop as a jazz guy and i think he did that really well it's like but 
yeah, I don't own any Chris Dave records. I, I you know, I'd, I'd much rather listen to Jim Black. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't follow it too closely, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I, the reason I'm in proximity to to both of them, I think, is because of their proximity to hip hop culture. Yeah, there's not something I seek out really. To, to be honest, I, have, I haven't been following a lot of like contemporary jazz stuff. Or there, there's a few guys that I come across, and then I've added them to my follow. And so when they put out something, I kind of fuck with it. But what, what, what who are some of your favorite uh, like jazz artists or people who are more in that lane these days? Um, recently, I went back to put, a, put me on. T- share something with me that that's really dope in that lane, if you if you could. Uh, so there's an old Blue Note record called Free for All by Art Blakey. Um, I recently went back to that and like, holy shit. <laughs> um, there's just like totally like this palpable like punk ethos to it. At least, at least definitely in the drums, but m- maybe like within the entire ensemble as well. Um, I think the opening track is like super burning. Uh, is it on Spotify? What's the name of the album again? Free uh, for all. Free for all. I think it's yeah. three words. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard this, but this I'm not familiar with Art Blicky. Jazz artists have like the illest names too. It's like hip hop names without being hip hop names. Like my man's name is Art Blakey. It just seems like something more special uh, than yeah. it is. You know, it's not like fucking Chris Dave. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like it's like, oh, this fool's name is Cannonball Adderley. This fool's name is Thelonious Monk. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's true, John it? Coltrane. It, it just sounds harder than right. yeah. you know. Like Robert Glasper is a pretty good, you know. I yeah. don't know, but but yeah, Art Blakey. I don't know. Top three favorite <laughs> jazz musician names, hardest names. Chick Corea is pretty dope. Chick, Chick, Chick is Corea dope. is dope. There's a French bass player named Spanky DeBrest that was always Spanky what? DeBrest. Oh, that's that sounds like a a possible porn title name for you if you ever decide to you know become obsessive about something else. <laughs> yeah. Spanky DeBrest. Reginald Workman. I always thought that was a cool that's name. A, uh, that, that does that's go hard. Reginald is a hard ass name too. Though. Tony Williams, even that. That's yeah. like a dope ass name. Phineas Newborn. That's oh, a yeah. fucking, oh, that's, that's hard. Pharaoh Sanders. Sanders. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Archie Shep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, some good names. Pharaoh Sanders is fucking hard. Malachi yeah. Favors. Yeah. See, there we go. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, there is, isn't there? I recently watched that uh, that um, Miles Davis documentary that was on Netflix. I forget oh, yeah. the name of it. Something. S- s- I forget the name. I, for- too, I forget I'll- the name of it. But I recently watched that, and I didn't realize that it was going to be kind of like using his voice to also tell the story too. Right. And uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by that. Is it, I think that was a really good job. I thought so too. Yeah. Doesn't paint him in like this fucking like uh, supernatural light. No. Yeah. And and I also just recently watched um, fucking uh, Dick Gregory commenting about um, this fool that liked the movie. Shout out to Dick Gregory, piece of the god. He was mad, and I yeah. like that energy. I don't know. Maybe I'll find it, and then we can go out to that. Cause I, I don't really have much else to uh, to say today, fellas. I, I think we've been recording for like five hours. Yeah, we've been... Seriously? We're <laughs> we, yeah. we did a podcast in between the two yeah, podcasts. Yeah, well, I did a podcast. I decided to fucking talk bullshit like I always do. Wait, no, were you recording like, that? No, we oh, weren't okay. recording that. 
I, I wouldn't. I uh, see, like I. If you, if you had, maybe I would have listened back to that, maybe, <laughs> just for study purposes. I mean, yeah, I, I'm down. If you ever want some some book recommendations or anything like that, uh, I'm super super down for that. I want to find this. Uh, I want to find this re- this recording. Oh, here it is, right here. If I could. This is Dick Gregory saying what? He well, he's talking about the Miles David uh, Davis biopic. Uh, there's a lot of slip. I don't know who's doing it. Look at the motherfucker that did Miles Davis, a bunch of piece of shit. Did you see it? I did see it. Miles Davis. Oh yo, this isn't about I the documentary. Like no, this is a biopic. Well, uh, oh I, I the, like Don Cheadle, yeah. the Don Cheadle, the Don Cheadle. Did you hear what Don Cheadle said? They made me put this white boy in to write it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. He couldn't get the money. See how that. That's what they said. Yeah, and you still liked it. Miles Davis was a trendsetter. Nobody dressed like that. That motherfucker had three outfits through the whole movie. All you saw him do was drugs and chasing the white boy with a gun. And you liked that shit? Huh? Well, I, did, I, don't, I didn't see Miles Davis at the time. That he was you there. didn't have to see him, nigga. That's how they trick you. You didn't see slavery at the time. Mm-hmm. You got enough intelligence to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a motherfucker went to Juilliard. You didn't see one fucking concert, man. Mm-hmm. Huh? Not one. And the little shit he was playing, he's interrupting it, running outside, shooting at a white boy. And you like, that's why I told you, nothing but a piece of shit, man. <laughs> I know who you are. I knew you'd like that before you told me about that. You'll grow out of it, but you haven't. Mm-hmm. Huh? I can see why you wouldn't like it, but. I, 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 I knew him. Mm-hmm. I knew him. Well, speak. And Don Tito, all the money that motherfucker got, and he got to have some white folks that will give you the money if you let this white boy write it. Hmm? I don't even want to talk about it no more. I think it's huh? a. I think it's really like- poignant, uh, considering the yeah. release of that. Uh, this. Uh, whoa. It's considering the lease of uh, the release of the Fred Hampton uh, Judas and the Black Messiah film. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he reminded me of my dad. Wow. Rest in peace, pops. My dad didn't curse, but that ha, huh? yeah, <laughs> that shit hits hard. Like I hope when I'm an old man, my shit hits hard like that too. <laughs> you grow out of it, but you haven't. But yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much else to share or to talk about. Is there anything you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? No, I mean not really. I I just uh like everyone, you know, to go check out James's um. YouTube channel and, and stuff for all of the free playing that he's been documenting out. We didn't play any of your music. You want to play some or you want to keep uh, it low key? That, that's all right. We can all keep right. it low key. I'm gonna bring you back. Maybe next time. I'm gonna bring you back <laughs> on the podcast sometime just to keep you to talk shit. Anytime. Especially if I got some jazz shit coming up. But yeah, go check that out. Avant Chop. Where can we? Oh, you know what I didn't do last time? I didn't ask for fucking social media information where to find people. I, My bad. Um, tell us, tell us where to find you. Uh, so it's kind of. All over the place. Uh, Instagram is DJ Underbar Divorce. You still DJ? If I can get into that, I, I'm, I'm a DJ in training. Yeah, okay. I'm working on it. What yeah. kind of music are you playing? Jazz? Um, there's that too, but I, I kind of like mixing it like okay. a mixed bag, like, like an open open set. Do you know Do you know Killer Bong? Kill, K- I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, when he DJs, he kind of has like a mix of things going on. Okay. Uh, so maybe it's kind of comparable to what. I'm going for Okay. Her. But I'm definitely nowhere nowhere yet. Shout out to Divorce, though. I like that you use that. 
Yeah. That's tight. <laughs> no, I mean uh, all 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 compound objects are subject to separation. So, shout That's out to true. divorce. That's true. Strive on with mindfulness. Uh, Twitter is Akio James, but uh, James is spelled in katakana, so J E I M U S U. And I think that's pretty much. Oh, and YouTube is Avanchop two words. I'll put the uh, the links in the bio. You guys can go check that out. Uh, I think I think uh, you'll be really pleased. I guess you got to watch those videos on your phone to get the full experience, though. Uh, no, actually, so computers better. Oh, really? Uh, some phones can do it, but I think. Yeah, I think computers is the better okay. bet because I don't. I think every computer can handle that. So. I'll bet. Bet. Uh, yeah, I'm Aaron Chulai, double A R O N C H O U L A I. Instagram, Twitter. All it up, but um, go check out the label Namboku Records, um, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. All it up. Yo, I'm gonna play a song that I got sent to me from a young homie out in Los Angeles. His name is Local Black. Um, this is quite different than the type of music we've been talking on the podcast today, but it's some good young rap shit. Uh, I really fuck with it, and uh, yeah, go check out my guy, Young Local Black. Here we go. Peace, Mega Late Show episode 141. When it's full circle, that's an automatic win. I caught a flag, pushing the gas, holding a ton of the weight. Gotta get it off my back. If it ain't that, then it's another debate. Can't be getting too attached, have to learn that. Now that I'm out of the way, I've been running up the bag. Nigga, relax, we do it five in a day. Only calling me your brother when I'm turning to the summer for the real estate. Still not a part of your itinerary. Danger blitter heavy when I hit the gate. Spend a minute on the center stage, that's a world tour. We assimilate. Counting it up over dinner date. This one is on the house, they be like pay to play. I was just wishing on better days with the marmalade and the salmon. When Johnny came through with the finger waves, we were sick for days. I hit catch a phase. Line up the beat and I catch a stream. Look at where we came, get entitled pay. Entitlement, I do not get these niggas, so I stay away. We have to fight for change. A decent exposure, I'm not enraged. And Brianna Taylor, killers not afraid. Retro last dollar, we still engage. We can't place the blame, then we infiltrate. Who really with us wanna run the race at Johannesburg on the global stage? I'm telling you, only the money talks. So my gold teeth speak that country slang on the penny lane. Yeah. Don't go around my way if you ain't really about the shit.
You can't compete in the ring, but see, it's okay. I box up the frame for the photo's sake. I captured the game like I'm PGA. Keep touring the streets of the DVN while we march in the blood of the fallen man. Can compare this to all of the cowardice. That fuck chicken tossed in the garbage bin. You can't count it with marble that granted win. Call winner the feathers, they ruffle it. You gon' hear it from me, not another kid. All the marbles you spend still ain't saying shit. Like who's standing for you when the end is near? So that honor remain in my shit, you hear. Don't come around my way if you ain't really about the shit. I ain't slept in days, I'm working like my pockets thin. Tugging on my brand, she want that life I'm known to give. When it's full circle, that's an automatic win. Came in with my band and thought I was a solo gang. Moving like a unit and I'm out collecting rent. You can't count me out if I was never counting. Separate myself if money talking counterfeit. I'm gonna fly, pushing the gas, holding a ton of the weight. Gotta get it off my back. If it ain't that, then it's another debate. Can't be getting too attached, have to learn that. Now that I'm out of the way, I've been running up the bag. Nigga, relax, we did with five in a day.